Charmers. Hello, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli, and you'll have to excuse me today on this episode as I am recording without my official microphone equipment, so bear with me in terms of quality today. But I would like to welcome you into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I hope you have something real sexy to um, drink today, whether that's water, infused water, some wine, you know, girl, come on in, sit down, kick off your shoes and relax your feet, come and join me. And for those of you, this is your first time, welcome into Miss Charm School Podcast. Miss Charm School Podcast is a podcast for modern women who are manifesting their magnificent life, women who are in transition, you are a fiance now or you are in your first five years of marriage and of course there's some spillover a little bit under that a little bit over that but you're all welcome here thank you so much for joining me today actually I am recording at a very early hour in my sacred space yes and it is on my heart to share with you more about a sacred space. I mentioned it in a couple episodes ago that every woman should have a sacred space and I dropped some books that are helpful to um, help you organize yourself and create a sacred space. One of those is by Debrina Jackson Gandhi called Sacred Pampering Principles. The other is by Queen Afua, which is called, oh my God, I can see the book cover right now. So when I had mentioned it in Sacred Woman, there we go. It's by Queen Afua called Sacred Woman. And when I mentioned it in the last episode that I talked about it, I hadn't read it yet, but I have read it since then. (laughs) And um, it's an excellent book and it's called Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. Um, And she goes into so many different things about taking care of your womb, womb health. She also talks about um, altars and sacred spaces. She also has recipes for wellness, juicing, smoothies, um, eating live foods, so many different great things that she covers in the book Sacred Woman. It's like a textbook for real. And it should be a part of every woman's sacred collection. But for a sacred space, let's get into this episode today. So um, I mentioned briefly in the other episode, some people call it their prayer closet. They have a space in their house that's sacred where they go and pray. Um, Literally, some people have a closet. Some people have spaces in their basement. Um, Some people, it's a corner, a section of your room. Um, But I really encourage every woman to have a sacred space. Actually, quite frankly, it's mandatory. I believe that a sacred space and a sacred time every day, every single day daily, allows you to plug in, literally. Think about, you know, when your phone needs a charge, you take it and you plug it into a source, a power outlet. Ooh, that's good too. You plug it into a power outlet so that your phone can recharge, right? A sacred space where every woman is a place and a time for you to go, excuse me, Not today, devil. My voice. Come on through voice, okay? A sacred space and a sacred time is a place for you to get plugged in to source. You plug into your power source. 
You plug into God and you recharge. And so I will give you a little insight into my sacred time and my sacred space. So for me, I do a mixture of things. I have pictures of myself as a young woman in my sacred space. Um, My sacred space is quite expansive because I believe in praying without ceasing. And so I have a sacred space everywhere. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Um, at my work, I keep a candle at work. To me, a candle is super powerful and it reminds me of so much. It remi- a candle burning specifically reminds me of my sacred practice. It reminds me of meditation. It reminds me of my affirmations. It reminds me of getting in the mirror and speaking life over myself. So again, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I want to break these things down for you. So one way that I remind myself of my sacred practice throughout the day, which to me is praying without ceasing, is I keep a candle at work and I actually burn it, which may or may not be right to do. Okay. I just make sure that I um it's not burning when I'm not around, okay, to make sure that it's not a fire hazard. (laughs) But um, I definitely keep a candle burning at work. Uh, Not only does it smell magnificent, okay, not only does it set an energy and an atmosphere and a vibe, it's a regrounding to me. It's a pulling my energy back into myself from wherever I left it. Um, And that's another thing I'll talk about as well. But that's something that I do um, as an extension of my sacred space, but my at-home sacred space, I have a candle in my sacred space. I have multiple candles. I have pictures of myself as a young girl. I have pictures of my family unit, my mother, my father, myself, my brother. I, um, also, if you read Sacred Woman by Queen Afua, she also talks about different items you can have, like a feather that reminds you of the lightness of being, that you really, to me, cast all your cares on God, for he cares for you, that you're supposed to be walking around with a certain level of lightness of being, not heavy. Your heart should be as light as a feather. And she actually pulls from ancient Kemet wisdom, so Egyptian Kemet wisdom um, with the feather, and it's actually in her book called M-A-A-T, a matte feather, and you can get the book and learn more about that if you would like to, if you feel drawn to that. Um, and she also mentions a bunch of other things. There's some people that have all kinds of things that are significant to them. I like to keep roses as well. Roses to me just remind me of love, um, passion, uh, spark, similar to the candle, which reminds me of fire, that I am lit, that I am on. Um, I think the sun is, right, our earthly source of light and power. Um, And a fire also reminds me of the Holy Spirit. It reminds me of God. It reminds me of source. It reminds me of light. It reminds me of power. Uh, A candle also has a heat. It has an energy when I run my hands over it sometimes just to remind myself that it's a heat, it's a fire, it's an energy. So these are things that I like to uh, have in my sacred space that sort of ground me, remind me of who I am, and um, help center me, I guess, in a lot of ways. The pictures of myself as a young girl remind me of the inner work 
the inner child work, a lot of healing work that I've done along my years and journey to where I am today. So these are different things that I keep in my space. And I would encourage you to really pray about it and um, see what things you're led to to have in your sacred space. Um, let's see. There's some people that acknowledge ancestors in their space. There's some people that um, sometimes I will have money in my space as well. It depends on whatever I'm focusing on or, or meditating on in the moment. I definitely keep oh, the word of God in my sacred space as well because I believe in Jesus. Okay. And uh, definitely he'll lead me to different scriptures. Sometimes when I'm sitting in silence, I'll have different scriptures pop up in my head. Like right now, Hebrews 3.11 is popping up in my head. So let's go ahead and look that up. Why not? We're in my sacred space. So let's see what Hebrews 11 is all about. Let me pull up my Bible app. See, this is how I, this is how I flow. And you flow when you're in your sacred space. Okay, let's see. Hebrews, what did I say? Hebrews 3.11. Hebrews should be... Here we go. New Testament, chapter 3, verses 11. Let's see what it says. Uh-oh, okay. What is God talking about here? Let me go to the New Living Translation and see what this is about. It says, starting at verse 7, this is why the Holy Spirit says, Today when you hear his voice, 8, do not harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness. Number 9, they are your ancestors, tested and tried there, your ancestors in the wilderness tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. 10. So I was angry with them, and I said, their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. Verse 11. So in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Okay, verse 12. Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. 13. You must warn each other every day while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. 14. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we shall share in all that belongs to Christ. Verse 15, remember what it says today when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. All right, so apparently somebody needed to hear that today, okay? Because that's the only reason why the Holy Spirit would put it on my heart to share. Harden not your heart against the call. If you're feeling called to have a Bible in your sacred space, if you're feeling called, um, even in this episode, to plug back into source, to get into your sacred space, to develop a sacred practice, harden not your heart today. That was specifically for you. Um, the Holy Spirit put that on my heart for you, the listener, as well, okay? And so, and also for me, harden not my heart, right? It's it's time for me to get back to my daily practice, being adamant about my sacred space. So, okay, let me, before I start preaching, because you know I can, let me again break down to you my sacred space. So, I often enter into this space, into song, um, 
singing to me sort of helps set the tone, set the atmosphere. It's like when you walk into a club, right? When the music is right, it's a vibe. When you walk into a restaurant, when the music is right, it's a vibe. And I want my home, my sacred space, when I'm trying to connect to God, I usually use my voice. And and there's many reasons why this is very powerful. But I usually use the breath of life. So I believe in the beginning in Genesis, it says that God breathed into us the breath of lives, actually with an S, lives. And nobody has to like resuscitate us you know, when a baby is born, they smack you to make sure that you're crying, to make sure that you're breathing. Because what God set in motion in the beginning is still happening. Think about it. The sun still rises. The moon still rise or set. Sun rises and sets. The moon does the same thing, right? Everything that was set in motion since the beginning is still is still set in motion today unless we've killed off the animal or somebody is something is extinct or whatever. But for the most part, there's still rain, there's still fall, there's still summer, there's still winter. A lot of the the oceans can only go so far, right? There's certain um, laws that have been set into place in the physical that are still current today. And that's the same for spiritual law. There are certain spiritual laws that have been in effect since the beginning that are still in effect and operating today. And so one of the things that I like to do when I enter into my sacred space is to remind myself of my breath work. In yoga, there's breath work. In meditation, there's breath work. When I'm in my sacred space, I sing to God as a reminder of my breath work. So, um, wow, I'm going to... I'm going to sing for you guys today. Wow. So one of the songs that I sang today... um, Oh, actually, I'll tell you one of the songs I made up. So I also... This is a free space, right? It, it, I have a structure, but it's also a freedom in the structure, right? You should be able to flow. You should be able, and that's another reason why you should plug into source. Because when you plug into source, your connection to source gets stronger. Your connection to God gets stronger. You will have stronger discernment. Um, you'll have stronger insight into wisdom. You'll have the answers. A lot of times we look for answers outside of ourselves in life. We look for answers from you know, people who we call seers, people who can, we believe can see the future and all that. A lot of the times you have gifts within you that you haven't even tapped into because you haven't sat in your sacred space to allow God to reveal that you actually have all that you need within yourself. There's nothing really outside of you that you need. Everything you need is within yourself. And then there are gifts that each and every single person, each and every, what am I trying to say here? You know what I'm saying? There are gifts in each and every person that oftentimes a gift is something that is gifted to you. It's usually wrapped. You don't know what's inside of it. It's freely given to you. And oftentimes we haven't sat with ourselves in stillness. We haven't sat with God in stillness long enough to actually know we have gifts and then to actually sit and unwrap those gifts with God, play with them with God and ask God questions about your gifts so that he can impart to you wisdom. Wisdom is divine truth. Wisdom is something that will never change. Wisdom is ancient, old, foundational truths that will always remain And you need wisdom. Wisdom is also applied knowledge. It's one thing to know that you've been gifted. But now that you know that you've been gifted, what are you going to do with those gifts? Right? So 
a sacred time again is so important for all these different things but so getting back into a flow so one time i was sitting in my sacred space and this song came to me and i'm gonna share it with you guys now don't judge me i don't claim to be a singer by any means all right i'm just being free with you guys in this space okay so the song goes immeasurable like the sand of the sea those are your thoughts towards me your thoughts towards me and they are good good your thoughts towards me are good okay woohoo yay i did it so that's one of the songs that god gave me the holy spirit gave me in my sacred space and so sometimes when i'm sitting here songs will come to me um, I will sing songs to God and it's just a way to ground myself, to remind myself that his thoughts towards me are good, um, that his thoughts towards me are immeasurable like the sand of the sea. Who can count the sand of the seas all over the world? Only God knows what that number is. Those are his thoughts towards me and every single one of those thoughts are good. And sometimes when we're out and about and we're at work and we're moving through life, we forget in the moment these things and so it's important to ground yourself every day and i start oftentimes i start by singing something to god because to me it's like it's like taking a shower or bathing it's like washing myself with worship washing myself with praise reminding myself of gratitude reminding my heart of joy taking my heart off of my worries and my concerns and this is so important to me because oftentimes you know, you get in your sacred space and sometimes people are like, okay, I'm supposed to pray. And we pray like, and it's okay to pray as in talking to God, but sometimes we pray and we're always just asking God for things like God, you know, or we're, we're venting to God about things. But where I'm at in my sacred space and practices, I actually also, I want to give gratitude to God. I want to give adoration to my creator, gratefulness. Um, that's a mindful practice of mine to enter into the gates with praise and with thanksgiving, with gratitude. So it's an active practice for me to remind myself. So I usually start by song and it really helps to kind of just set the atmosphere, set the tone, set the energy um, for myself. I like to sit on the floor or um, Indian style or I like to get on my knees on a pillow. Okay, because we still, we're soft, we're gentle creatures as women, all right? I'm not rough and tough, okay? Don't bang me up, okay? So pillows are important. I have pillows in my sacred space. Um, I usually keep my affirmations nearby, my declarations. Right now, I actually call my affirmations prescriptions. I've been led to change the name affirmations or then I, I went from affirmations, then I went from declarations that I'm declaring things. And now I actually call them prescriptions because if you think about, you know, someone that's taking medication, whether it's for health reasons or whether you take, you know, vitamin D just because that's a good thing to do as a person of color, or you take, you know, hair, skin, and nail pills, like people take medications for different reasons, pills, vitamins for different reasons, right? So you have prescriptions for all different kinds of reasons. I now call my affirmations, my declarations, prescriptions, because I see them as resolving certain desires that I have in my heart. Um, 
sometimes the outer world doesn't match up yet with the inner world that I've been declaring or affirming over myself. And so now I call them prescriptions because this is what I am speaking into the atmosphere and prescribing to the atmosphere to shift the atmosphere in front of me to manifest the inner vision that I that God has given me within myself. And I could break that down, but that's probably for another episode, okay? <laughs> so these are some of the things I do in my sacred space. I enter in with song, with thanksgiving, with praise, making, reminding myself that God is so much bigger than myself. And I need him to be bigger than me because I don't always have all the answers. Oftentimes I don't have the answers, but he does. And so that's really important to me. Um, and by he, I'm not saying that God is masculine. I believe that God, if God created all things, then God created masculine and feminine energy. So God obviously has to be above masculine and feminine energy, right? God is omni, all one. And so I just use the word he because of the English language, but it's not necessarily describing a gender. Does that make sense? To God. Now, I know Jesus was an earthly man, okay, born as a man, but God is above um, that. I, I don't think it would be appropriate to describe a gender to God because God is the creator of all things. So it, it's bigger than gender, right? That's how I personally see it. Um, and I felt led to share that as well. So there you go. But uh, in my sacred space, I enter in with song. And then I usually, after song, um, there's a usually a very supernatural peace that comes over me. And either I'll sit in stillness and say, okay, God, what do you want me to hear? What do you want me to read? Like, I just heard that scripture that came to me not too long ago. Or I'll start praying the, the matters of my heart. If, I, if my heart is really burdened with something, then I'll just start praying, okay, God, this you are, he already knows our hearts, but I'll be like, okay, God, this is what's on my heart. And I level with God and I'm like, okay, this, 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 and I'm casting my cares on you for you care for me. I don't need to hold on to any of this stuff. You have all knowledge. You have all wisdom in your hand. You can tell me what to do. You can give wisdom to me. Bring the people, the resources right in front of my face. Maybe I have a girlfriend that says I have to tell God like you have to you know you have to give it to me three times because I may have missed it the first and the second time sometimes I have to say you know what God bring the revelation of what you want me to understand about this situation in my life three four times knock me down with it you know so that I can really see what it is that you're trying to tell me in this season of my life or in this moment of my life okay so I usually do that in my sacred space. I usually try to pray for people. God will put different people in my heart. Or if I know like, you know, a friend of mine whose father is battling something or, you know, I try to pray for different people in my life as well. God will remind me of people to pray for. And then sometimes I'll pray for people I haven't seen or heard of in 15 years and God will put them on my heart and I'll just be allow myself to be led but again, this is a muscle. It takes practice. You have to learn how to hear the voice of the Lord. Um, and you learn that by getting in your sacred space, by practicing and getting in your sacred space. Okay. So, um, yeah, this, these are some of the things I do in my sacred space and my sacred time with God. And I wanted to share that with you, that it's really important for you to have a sacred space and a sacred practice. And it's something that's important for you. If you want to do it with your husband or you want to do it with your kids, that's awesome. But I highly encourage you to have time for you and God alone. And also, I want to encourage you with stillness. Give yourself five minutes. 
Give yourself 60 seconds if five minutes feels like too long to just sit with God in stillness. Nope, your podcast didn't go off. I'm just sitting in stillness. Sit in stillness. Learn to sit in stillness. Learn to close your eyes and allow your eyes to see the colors behind your eyelids. I close my eyes right now. I see purple and blue and and some green. Allow yourself to get in tune with yourself. Allow yourself to quiet your mind. And if your mind starts racing and starts thinking about all the things you got to do, I literally tell myself, shh, be quiet. Be quiet when my mind is racing and I'm trying to gather myself into a place of stillness. I have to tell myself, shh, be quiet and just sit in stillness and let the Holy Spirit talk to you. Now, I also have to mention, it's really hard for the Holy Spirit to talk to you if you don't, if you haven't invited him into your life, Okay. So first, you got to actually have the Holy Spirit in your life for the Holy Spirit. I mean, God can do whatever. He can talk to whoever you want to talk to, okay? But to have this daily practice of plugging in, I think it would be easier to um, do it if you actually have a relationship with God and you've invited the Holy Spirit into your life so the Holy Spirit can lead you and guide you. You have to, it's an invitation. God doesn't force himself on anyone. Thank you, Jesus. You do have free will, okay? And he wants you to choose him. So you have to choose him first, okay? Then you invite the Holy Spirit into your life and then you develop this relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. And I don't have time to go into that either. That's a whole nother episode of trying to break down who the Holy Spirit is and what the function is. But it's an extension of God to you here in the earthly realm. It's your d- direct connection. It's your it's your wall. It's your plug-in. It's, it's, it's your direct line to source. It is source living within you. Um, and that's all I have today, okay? So... I just wanted to share with you a little bit more about sacred space and a sacred practice. Your sacred space should, it can have elements in it that mine has, but you should allow yourself to ebb and flow. It should look different than mine. You should have different things in your sacred space that are meaningful to you, that are impactful to you. And, um, but I, you should have a sacred time. I think it's highly important, and especially for those of you who have kids, it's important for them to see you in your sacred space and your sacred time. And if they see mommy doing it, you know, they will learn to have their own sacred time and quiet time with God. It's very important to de-plug from everything that's going on in the world, plug into source, be grounded in who you are, know thyself, and you will be magnetic Life will flow to you. Life will flow from you. Um, You'll be challenged to be a giver. You'll be challenged to be stretched in great capacities so that you can become all that you were meant to become in this earth because there is a destiny. There is a purpose for you, modern woman of charm. And you are, the world is waiting on you to be great. The world is waiting on you to shine your light. The world is waiting on you to come forth, but it takes connecting to the source that knows you, that sent you here, 
so that you can become more aware of where you're supposed to be in this very moment right now in life on your journey of complete fulfillment and taking center stage. I thank you so much for joining me. I love you dearly. Bye, Charmers.